Hey guys, just a quick announcement before the episode. My friend Zach, who plays Drax and I, started a new podcast called Let's Get Contextual. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Context. So definitely check that out. And now to the episode. Welcome to Play D&D, where we take your favorite characters and send them on fun new adventures using the power of D&D. I'm Rory, and I'll be playing Star-Lord. And this is Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, Episode 10. So you pull out of, not hyperspace, whatever it is, your jump, and you are about 100 meters from a portal. It's a big, swirly portal. <laughs> okay, before we go in, does anybody know anything about Sakaar? Saul's like, yeah, so you go through the portal, and the portal moves about randomly, like, every day. And you go through the portal, and it's a portal that enters right on top of, like, a space dump at Sakaar. And then you're at Sakaar. Okay, but what if, what do we know about Sakaar? Oh, um, Sakaar is ruled by the Grandmaster. It's pretty much the one from the movie. Um, and he has he has the arena where he has people fight and stuff. And we all know that? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's fine then. Okay, cool. <laughs> you can fly through the portal, I guess. Who's piloting? Me, presumably. Okay. Yeah, you do it right. You pull out through the portal, and then you once you enter the other side... Um, you're like dive bombing towards the ground, so you're able to pull the ship up and level it before you hit <laughs> like a pile of trash. Um, and then you're flying and you see the city of Sakar, pretty much the same one from the movie. Saul tells you that there's like a landing platform on the other side. It's like a landing box for ships. Okay, go with that. Okay, cool. So you fly over, um, you get like two small ships, kind of like the escorts in Cloud City, like pull up next to you um, yeah. and make sure you're authorized or whatever. Are we well, they make sure you're not, you don't have harmful intent. Um, <laughs> you pass somehow, um, and you get guided to a big box that's like on its side, and you fly in and land, and the box kind of gets lowered down to the ground and put into like this whole network of just uh, boxes that have ships. And you're able to hop out and hop on an elevator or whatever and go into the main city. Okay. Alright, cool. Um, Can I ask Saul why he got? He says he got out of this. Can I ask him why? What do you mean? Got out of he what? said he got out of all this like spy business when we tried to confront him. He said we'd have to go and find Shaw. Oh, yeah, he got out because he got captured by the Grandmaster. That makes a lot of sense. By the Grandmaster, the like, collector. Like collector. Sorry, not the Grandmaster. Got the Grandmaster okay. on the mind. I thought there might be some personal angle we could exploit. Yeah, no, he he just. He got captured, and he's a little bitter about that. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you get led to the city, and then Saul says, um, he kind of leads you through the city uh, as you're as you're going through. It's, again, similar to the movie. It's like the it's kind of sand huts, kind of similar to Tatooine, actually. And there's a lot of people kind of bustling through in various colors and species. And uh, he, as you're going, he says, um, when the Nova Corps killed my species, we had to find another home because they blew up our home. <laughs> and the ones that, uh, at the time, the portal to here happened to be just a little bit outside of our home planet. So the few that escaped just got sucked into that and we ended up here. We figured that this would be a good place to kind of blend in. It's kind of rough and ruthless, similar to nowhere in that way. So 
we took up shop here. Yeah, and he leads you down some streets and eventually into, like, an alleyway. He walks over to the end of the alleyway and, like, taps uh, a brick. And it, like, folds in and slides to the side. And there's, like, an eye scanner there. He scans his eye and um, there's a click. And then a little circle in the ground opens up and slides back a little bit. And the points of a few guns pop out and they all fire. <laughs> Bugger. <laughs> yeah. Cosmo and Star-Lord, you save, so you, you're able to jump out of the way. Gamora, Groot, and the rocket just barely go down. And uh, Drax. Drax gets shot as well. So all, all of you guys get shot and tased. It's a stun, so they all collapse. Star-Lord Star and Rocket, or Cosmo, you save, though. Yeah, what do you want to do now? Combat begins. When you say they were stunned, is it like with the things that they use in, in Thor Ragnarok, where they are now immobilized, or yes. how, how able are they now? Okay, so they're completely out of it. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Um, actually, how many people? Uh, Gamora, you're conscious, but it's that neck thing that Thor has. Star-Lord, you're first. Or no, okay. Cosmo, sorry. sorry. How many people are we up against? So there's three guns just literally just pointing out barely from the ground, and then there's Saul just standing okay. there. Right. Um, okay. Uh, is there any cover nearby? No, you're in an alley. Could run right. back into the bustle of the crowd. Can I try and use shatter and put the radius in the middle of the th three guns? Um, it's a very tight space. You're all within that 10 foot radius. Um, so you'd all get shattered, including the people immobilized. Okay. Um,. Well, I don't think I can make these three automatic guns hallucinate. <laughs> I mean, you don't know if they're automatic guns. They might be people shooting them. You just can't see. Okay. Um, can I, I'm going to put up a shield. That seems like the most obvious thing to do right now. Okay, <laughs> put up yeah. a shield. You put up a shield. Scrolls turn. Um, three scrolls hop out and they have the guns. Yeah. Um, they all fire and they all hit their the, the shield that you just created. Uh, Star-Lord, your turn. Okay, I hang on. Let me just check. Yeah, I'm gonna give Bardic Inspiration to Gamora first of all. Okay. And don't know how, if you want me to explain how I do that. I'll just kind of reassure and tap on the shoulder or something at this point. But uh, and then I will shoot one of the scrolls. Okay. You yeah you uh, give inspiration to Gamora. Gamora, you're slowly reaching up to grab the thing on your neck. You might be able to get it next turn using the Bardic Inspiration. And then Starlord's going to shoot. Yeah, um, you... I, I, I guess the shield's only one way. So you shoot through the shield. Are you using lethal or non-lethal? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go with lethal. Okay. You deal 22 damage to Saul. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Um, that seemed unnecessary, given the has a color. He's... Uh, he... Actually, during their turn, while they were shooting, um, somebody threw a gun up to him um, while he was okay. standing there. So he was a valid target. Um, so you shot him in the chest and dealt 22 damage. Uh, Cosmo, your turn. Is is he dead? Is Sol okay? What's up with Sol? He's not dead. He's been shot okay. in the chest, but he's all right. He reverted to scroll form a bit at the pain, but he came back. Okay, so we've still got three guys. We're in a narrow alleyway, but now I know that they're three guys. Um, okay, I'm going to use Dissonant Whispers okay. on 
the one that threw the gun to Saul. Um, the, the gun just popped out of the hole. Whispers on any of the three scrolls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you use Dissonant Whispers. You reach out to try to, like, you know, whisper in, in one of the scrolls' minds, um, but you hit that mental wall again, and you're bounced back. Damn it. Um, he still takes a little damage, though. So he takes still six points of damage. Okay. Scrolls are going to be hard to do mental things with. Yep. Now it's the scrolls' turn. One of them actually charges into the um, shield, and the shield breaks. And then the next two fire and Saul. Yeah, um, both of you get shot, and you get the things um, on you, and you, you go down. Gamora, um, as Cosmo and Star-Lord go down, you reach up and start pulling at the thing at your neck. Um, and another one of them presses a button and starts zapping you harder and you go down. All of you pass out. When you wake up, you are in this really weird kind of open room. It's a big open white room with uh, like a bunch of random furniture from like couches to bean bags kind of all around. Similar to the one from the movie. It's the Grandmaster's room. In the corner are a few musicians um, with like an electric piano not being used. There's a few exotic dancers around. Um, a lot of exotic snacks. Uh, you see some saltines from Earth and stuff like that. Um, in the corner is actually uh, Galaga and Pac-Man. And then sitting straight in front of you on like this big half-circle couch is the Grandmaster. Um, and he looks surprisingly similar to... I just forgot his name. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, the actor. <laughs> yeah, and he has two female aliens kind of sitting on either side of him. He stands up, kind of looks at you, and starts going one by one through the group, kind of looking at you, sizing you up. Um, he kind of he kind of hums. He's like, "Hmm, all right." And he's kind of like, seems like he's having a mental conversation with himself. When he finishes, he's like, "You've done well, hunters. You've brought me some fine specimens today. A hundred thousand units each, per our agreement." And he waves, and some guards from behind you uh, start wheeling you away. You're strapped down to this one, like a wheeled thing kind of like um croc in suicide squad where he's strapped down to the little wheeled thing that they so they can move you around and they start wheeling you away do you want to try to escape are we like tied there or is it like a paralysis thing it's the know? paralysis thing yeah. currently you're not paralyzed you could try to move can i use mage hand to take the thing off you can try um so you mage hand and try pulling it off it's really stuck like a like a tick you start trying to pull it off uh, yeah, you rip it off, and then everybody kind of hears it as it starts, like, blaring an alarm after it's removed from you. And, like, ten guards just point their guns straight at you. The guards go first. So they all point their guns in you, and they're going to try to push the thing back onto you. They push it, like, really close, and you just, like, using as much of your mental power as you can are barely able to keep it away. It's your turn. Okay, so ten guards... Yep, that you can see. And I'm tied to a thing. No. I'm not tied to a thing. Yeah, you were being kept there. Like, essentially, they, they'll shock you if you do anything. <laughs> Assuming you don't get it off, which you did, miraculously. Okay. Um, so there's one of them who is trying to push it onto me. Yeah. But he's, I'm he's just almost got barely it keeping them back. Yeah, he's almost got it back. Okay. Can I command him to stop? Yeah. You command him to stop, and he just straightens and drops it. The other guards look at him, like, confused. Now they, uh, it's their turn. Um, they're all gonna pull out taste sticks and start tasing you. 
you you're in a lot of pain, but you surprisingly ward off um, unconsciousness. It's your turn again. Okay. I'll, now that they're distracted with me, I want to try and use um, Mage Hand again to get it off Gamora, who I feel could do some damage right now. Okay. Um, you pull it and pull it, but it won't. It's like difficult to. It's not coming off just yet. The guards. Uh, one of them picks up the the neck restrainer. Um, and tries to put it on you again. Uh, he's able to get it on this time, and they start zapping you, and you're paralyzed again. They After that, the the Grandmaster's like, well, at least we have one fighter, and um, waves you away. You start getting wheeled back, you get put into like a, an elevator, and then you go down for quite a few minutes. Um, you pass ground level, it's like a glass elevator, you can see out. You pass ground level, and you keep going for a very long time. And then it opens up, and the guards all kind of push you in, and they close the door. Inside, it's kind of like a just a big cube, like maybe the size of like a mansion. It's like big and open and well lit, and in the main area, there's like a big open courtyard with a bunch of various beings from of various species kind of milling about. Everyone has the restrainer on their neck. Um, most of them are larger. They all kind of seem kind of beaten and bruised. They're all pretty fighters, as you can see. You recognize some Kree and some Corbinites, uh, various species. And then to your right, a large, big, kind of jagged creature walks up, who's like loomed in shadow. And he steps forward and you see that it's a rock man. He says, hello, my name is Gorg. This is my friend Meek. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the fighting zone, where we fight each other for the Grandmaster's pleasure. This is the living cube, where we live and train and such things. Upstairs are sleeping quarters. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, it's really not that good. I try. Better than I can do. <laughs> He's like, upstairs are sleeping quarters and bathrooms and uh, a drug room. He leans in and whispers, got some very good steroids if you think you'd be needing him for a fight. He's like, anyways, welcome and enjoy your stay while you can. Uh, and he asks about you guys. He's like, uh, who are you? I'm Star-Lord. I'm a space dog. <laughs> He's like, uh, welcome to the arena. Hope you enjoy your stay. <laughs> uh, when you say arena, you mean... Like a gladiatorial arena. Oh yeah, you get to pick your weapons and then you go out and fight. It's quite fun if you don't get killed. <laughs> yeah, so he kind of gives you a tour of the place. It's pretty much just what you saw. There's some, some seats and some tables around and then there are stairs in the corner that go up to the second floor, like he said, which have like halls that are lined by dorm rooms and everything. Yeah, uh, Cree or, or um, Korg kind of asks you guys um, how you got in here. Betrayal. By who? Uh, Skrull. He perks up at scrolls. He's like, oh, scrolls? I know a lot about them. He explains that before the Nova Corps came and took, like, the scrolls off of their kind of empire over the galaxy, um, the scrolls were almost constantly battling the Kree, and they were, like, pretty much evenly matched. It was the space Kree scroll war. And their two species have been enemies for as long as anyone can remember. When the Nova Corps rose up to fight the scrolls, they were aided by the Kree, and that's why they were able to take them. Uh, he's heard rumblings that the scrolls have been trying to take over the Nova Corps, and he he says maybe the Kree could help you fight him off. Um, he mentions how they're the biggest, they're the second biggest empire to the Nova Corps. Essentially, the Nova Corps, the deal was that they would become kind of the space police, and they wouldn't bother the Kree unless the Kree were breaking the law. Um, so the Kree have built up their own kind of empire um, outside of this, and the the third he mentions the third biggest empire is the Shi'ar, and those are kind of the three is. It, besides the Nova Corps, in the past, the three big empires that were always at war was the Shi'ar, the Kree, and the Skrulls. 
So yeah, he he he's like, um, maybe you could talk to the Kree and they could help you. Yeah. I mean, that kind of depends on us getting out of here, doesn't it? Well, you better win then. <laughs> we could we'll find another way out. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't mean to intrude, but uh, if you find a way out, I'd love to join you. <laughs> it's the only voice I'm able to keep up, and it's not amazing, but it's all right. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. My flatmate but, does that voice all the time, and you're like, you, your impression of him sounds exactly like his. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not even attempting to do Cosmo's voice, so you're, you're not <laughs> it. Don't worry. Yeah, it's alright. I'm proud now. I sound like a Scotsman, apparently. <laughs> Doing a bad New Zealand accent. Still, I'm going to count it. I'm not going to tell about that part when I when I um, show off to my friends. Anyway. Yeah, so he points out um, some really big doors on the opposite side of where you guys were standing when you entered. Um, and he explains that those are the doors that lead directly to the Coliseum. They actually open, and um, uh, two guards step in, and they say, uh, Tonight's fight will be a team of brand new contestants against the champion! And the team, he, he gestures to you five, I guess there's five of you. Six? Oh, good. Do, we, do we get to good. rest from our wounds? Odds or evens? Uh, even. He says, sorry, apologies. Tomorrow's fight will be the <laughs> brand new team of contestants. Rest up and be ready for tomorrow. The doors close and, close and uh, Korg's like, well, it was nice knowing you all. I hope you make it at least an interesting fight against the champion. Who's this champion? Uh, he's a he's a big frost giant. The real big right. one. Okay. <laughs> Easier than... Hulk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I didn't want to limit myself to what I can do on Earth. So. Yeah, Frost Giant. We know what a Frost Giant is. That seems like some obscure information. Are you are you asking, or do you saying you do know what it is? I, I personally know what it is, but I'm saying the Star Lord know what it is. Oh yeah, um, sure. <laughs> you you've heard rumblings of the big ice giants from uh Nusseldom, something like that, Nusselheim, something like that. One of the other uh, realms. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you've 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 heard of him. So you guys, I guess you just rest, go around, and meet everybody. Uh, he's like, "There's Dave. Love Dave." <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna rest up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I don't think I need to, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> you rest up. You regain all your your stuff, and then uh, about like a couple hours before the fight the next day, the elevator opens and they call for the guardians and they say. Um, I'm gonna go get you. You get to pick out your weapons, <laughs> unless you uh, or they ask you if you want your weapons or if you want special gladiator weapons. Oh yeah, I want my blasters. Okay. I want to have a look around. See <laughs> okay. if there's anything I could use. Can I get my boot jets as well? Yeah, they can. You can either choose your equipment like entirely, or yeah, you yeah, can yeah. choose some other weapons. Okay. Well, I think I'll take mine. Your equipment more. Yeah. Okay. Drax and uh, Rocket do the same. Uh, Groot's gonna come with you, Cosmo. Look for some weapons. Cool. <laughs> um, so you get taken up to, like, about ground floor and let out into, um, a building that has, like, racks of various weapons and everything. That's pretty much anything you can imagine. And they're like, you have 20 minutes to choose. Yeah. Groot goes over and picks up a really big club that's, like, the size of a large tree. He are smiles. there any guns that are adapted to being shot with a tongue instead of a finger? <laughs> <laughs> you can use Mage Hand. Just, Mage Hand doesn't have any uses. You can use it whenever you want. You could use it to pull triggers. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just sort of <laughs> picking around. <laughs> or you could use your tongue. I mean, could... that'd be more fun. Um, are there any kind of explosives? No, there's no explosives. If you ask, <laughs> the guard says, um, 
there was one incident where somebody got out using explosives. So. Okay. Um, what's the heaviest thing in there that I could use with my mage hand? There's a rocket launcher. Ooh, I'm going to have the rocket launcher. <laughs> okay. I might not use it, but I'll have it. Okay. Um, they, they give you like a harness and they can like strap it to your back. Does that not count as explosives? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> it should, but no. It's not a grenade launcher, it's a rocket launcher, so it's fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, I've got a rocket launcher then. You can have some other stuff. You know, I'm probably good. <laughs> okay. You have a rocket launcher and Groot has a tree, and you head back down. And then the doors open, and the the guy calls you guys in, and you walk out onto the field. On the field, like this, there's a big, you know, it's the same as the movie, big stadium and everything. Um, and there's a ton of people with various frost giant uh, memorabilia and you know, cheering him on. And when you walk out, you just get a massive boo. Across the way, another door opens, and you see a massive frost giant walk out. Um, he's carrying a frost axe with him, and uh, he just he just kind of roars. The Grandmaster's big hologram thing comes up and he's like, Alright, let the fight begin! You hear like a big ding, and the fight begins. Gamora, it's your turn first. He, by massive, I mean he's like 20 feet tall. Okay. So he's huge. Um, Just so you have an idea. Am I close enough to where I could attack him in this turn? Yeah, he's charging at you. Alright. So I kind of want to like, go past him and stab him in the Achilles heel. <laughs> Okay. Alright, so you run up and like try to slash at his calf. So yeah, you run past him, you run over and you like slash up at the bottom of his calf. I might be thinking too small. Whatever. You are. Okay, whatever. If he's you, 20 feet tall, then you slash tall. at his calf and you, you cut in and deal four points of damage. Wow. Yep. <laughs> You're doing really well. The frost giant is going to swing around and try to hit you with his axe. He smacks you with the flat side of his axe and throws you into the wall and deals nine points of damage. Now it is Groot's turn. Groot runs up and um, just tries to hit him, smack him with his uh, big branch. He smacks him across the face with the branch. I guess he and Groot are probably roughly the same size. Groot's a little shorter. I'm not, I don't have a good idea of what 20 feet is. 20 feet is like a <laughs> it's about 6 monster. meters, because I oh, googled okay. that to look it up. Yeah. So Groot hits him, he reaches up and hits him across the face, and deals 13 points of damage. Star-Lord, your turn. Rocket runs up and he's like, hey, uh, if, if you give me one of your guns, I can build a bomb and try to blow through the wall. Okay, I do that, but I'm also going to try and get the thing off my neck with using my dagger. Okay. Using your dagger, you uh, are able to pry it off. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to use my boot jets to fly up into the stand. Okay. Yeah, you use your boot jets and you fly into the stand. Um, you see the Grandmaster, like, scowl. He's not happy about this. This is okay, so I, know, <laughs> I know where he is, at least. So I'm going to go towards him. Okay, yeah. You fly up towards the Grandmaster. Now it is Cosmo's turn. So... Um, Gamora's been thrown against the wall, she's far away, and Star-Lord is flying up and away. Where's Groot in relation to the Ice Giant? He's next to him, he just smacked him with his, um, his club. Can I tell Groot 
to book it and then shoot the ice giant with my rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so I you tell Groot to run. He starts running. And then you hit him with the rocket launcher and deal... You have three shots of this, by the way. Sick. 21 points of damage. Nice. Drax's turn. Drax just charges in, uh, screaming, and is going to slash at his legs. Deals seven points of damage. And Rocket starts building his bomb. He says it'll take roughly, if you were to put this into turns, uh, roughly three turns. Um, okay. Now Gamora's turn. Um, I'm going to get up, remember that I have two swords, and try to hit him twice this time. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. You only hit him with one. Um, with the poison one or not the poison Yeah, the poison one, sure. Cool. You deal six points of damage, and you see the poison, like, his veins are clear, so you see the poison start going up his veins. Again, it'll take about three turns to reach his brain. But it's doing something. Yeah, it's and doing something. And then that'll give us a good way to get out without yeah. him chasing us. Alright, um, now it is the Frost Giant's turn. He swings and actually sinks it into Groot's leg, but it doesn't go all the way through. And he deals Groot eight points of damage. Star-Lord, your turn. Okay, uh, what's the area like where the Grandmaster is? Um, it's, it's like a, a VIP seating area. Again, similar yeah. to the movie. Okay, uh, I'm gonna throw a shatter thing. Oh, okay, cool. So you chuck a shatter thing in there. So you deal 18 points of damage to everyone in there, and it actually, like, blows them all back. Actually, odds or evens. Odds. Yeah, you throw it in front of the Grandmaster's couch, and everybody flies back from the impact, and you actually throw the Grandmaster into the wall, dealing another 5 points of damage. Nice. Okay, and then I'm going to turn around and give Gamora a thumbs up, and by way of bardic inspiration. Yeah, you give Gamora bardic inspiration. Now it is Cosmo's turn. Do I know that Rocket is building a bomb? Yeah, he probably said that in like the mental link or whatever. Okay. Um, can I ask him if it would help if he had one of my rockets for my ammo? Rocket's like, yeah, that would make that would uh, cut the process in half, meaning that he could okay. have it done this turn. Okay, so I give him one of my rockets. Okay. Does that take up my turn? Uh, no, you can have an action. Okay, and then I'm gonna dissonant whispers him, in the ice giant rather. Okay. Rocket. Well, you have one more <laughs> rocket if you want to use that. Or not. Uh, yeah, but I think somebody's nearby, aren't they? I think Gamora's nearby. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, dissonant whispers. I'd like to have a big cinematic ending to this fight too. I'm holding that on. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right. So you dissonant whispers him, and he starts like swatting at the air as he hears voices in his head, and you nearly deal max damage. Nice. 20 points of damage. Alright, now it is Drax's turn. Drax is going to slash it again at his feet. He's having fun. And he deals 8 points of damage. Rocket finishes building the bomb this turn. Uh, next turn you can use it. He can give it to whoever and, and use it. Who wants it? Probably Gamora should take it. I mean, he can. His turn's just later in the in the oh, order of things. Okay. Probably, like, your turn's next, so he could hand it to you and you could use it next turn if you want it. Okay. Okay, he tosses you the, the bomb, and he says, just put it on the wall, it'll blow a hole. It's your turn now. I resist the urge to put it on the giant and put it on the hole, or on the wall, <laughs> to blow a hole. Okay, you place it on the wall and jump away as Rocket sets it off, and there's a massive gaping hole in the wall now leading into the city. Now it is the Frost Giant's turn. 
he's just like with the combination of the dissonant whispers and people hitting his legs and everything he's just he's swinging wildly but hitting nothing Groot is gonna hit him again wow he hits him again and deals him 28 points of damage Groot actually like he leaps up swings and hits the frost giant's head and knocks it off frost giant falls over very dead all right nice star lord your turn okay uh so um can i see any of like controls for the the neck things um yeah there's a control panel in there you also see a button that says uh open cube doors which is where korg and everybody is okay i'm gonna hit that okay <laughs> so you hit the core and... button the door opens and korg the core button korg and, and meek and everybody pours out Okay, I'm also gonna try and deactivate them if I can. I don't know if I would know how yeah, to do so that. Yeah, but... so there's like a there's like a, a lever that you pull back, and all of the neck restrainers just pop off. Okay, cool. Um, don't know. If it, I'll I'll take a shot at the grandmaster if I've got enough time left in my turn to do that as well, and then leave. Lethal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it seems like it may be a problem if I don't. <laughs> You, uh, We're really letting these brothers have it. <laughs> yeah. You shoot at the Grand Master, but his, one of his guards jumps in front and you kill the guard instead. You want to try yeah, again? Yeah, I'm going to leave it. Uh, no, I'll just go. Oh, no, you don't. You gave it to Rocket. No, I don't. Run. Yeah. Okay. No. You head out. The Rocket, uh, the Grand Master is very damaged, so <laughs> you gave him you gave him brand damage. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you fly out, and now, Cosmo, your turn. Um, I guess... Uh, uh, yeah, after this yeah, we still in it. Shouldn't we be booking it through this hole now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you just book it through the hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, I communicate to everybody if they've not seen the hole, especially Star Lord. Let's go. Let's get out there. All right, cool. Yeah. So you all run out the hole, and everybody, including like Korg, meets up with you guys, and he's like, "Nice job," and he just keeps running. <laughs> um, yeah, and you guys all get out. Um, as you're running, you see a bunch of guards kind of landing behind you and start chasing you. You see probably about 20 and they're 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 chasing you um so I'm, where do you want to go i've got my rocket i've got one rocket left can i try and dispel <laughs> this situation quickly please do uh, i would do that unless anyone objects you fire your rocket and then you shoot it a little up and it hits the the arch above the hole that you made and it just rains down rock uh and just closes off the entrance that they were trying to run through um nice you do, uh, you stop them for like a couple seconds, you're like, yeah, and then you see that they fly up above it, they have jetpacks. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm like wagging my tail, and then it just falls between my legs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so now it's, a, now it's a chase. Um, are you guys heading for the ship? Where are you going? Yeah, presumably the ship's not big enough for everyone that's currently running away, so... <laughs> no, but uh... once you get into the town, most of the other contestants just kind of disperse except Korg yeah. and Meek. Do we know where the ship is? Yeah, so you know where to get to the the landing platform that like lowers down to where the ship is. Like is that going to be a problem if we turn up being chased? You'll have to fight them off but if you get in the ship quick enough you could just shoot them with the ship. Yeah, let's try that. Okay, you're able to keep away from the guards and you run up to the platform and you start punching in the buttons for your ship. You start lowering down and then the guards get to you. Gamora, your turn first. Um, I forget. Do I have, like, a, a pistol? A yes. Okay, I'm gonna... Well, are they, like, really close? Yeah, so you, like, lowered down just a bit on this platform, and they're at the top, so you could, like, reach up and slash other legs, or jump up and start fighting them. Um, well, I don't want to get left behind, so I'm just gonna shoot at them. Okay. You start shooting at them, and you hit, like, one in the leg. Dealing, like, 
two points of damage. You know, for a really awesome lethal assassin, I don't do much. <laughs> you did really well in that that frost giant fight. This the green set of die is doing better for you than the purple. Um, I'm telling you, it's the dice. <laughs> now it is Groot's turn. He jumps back up and starts like swinging at them with his uh, stump, and he hits one of them and makes him fly away. Star Lord, your turn. Okay, uh, did I get my gun back off rocket and is it functional? Yes, and the non-lethal doesn't function. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just shoot at a couple guards then. Okay. Yeah, you hit both times. You kill one of them, you shoot him like in the eye, in between the eyes, and the other one you deal five points of damage to. Okay. Now it is Cosmo's turn. Okay. Is Korg in this initiative order, by the way? Oh, yes. Okay. Um. So... How close are we to the ships now? To the platform, rather? You're on the platform. You're lowering down. We're on the platform. We're lowering down. Um, and are they on the platform too, or are they shooting at us from above? Uh, they're kind of they're trying to get down, but they'll get down this turn. Okay. Can I put a shield up between us and them, so they just sort of fall on top of it? Yeah. Uh, Groot is up there with them. Oh damn. As is. Um, okay. If I use Shatter, is there a place I could use Shatter that would affect them and not Groot and Korg? Yeah, you could put it in the back. Okay, can I do that? Yeah, so you put uh, Shatter near the back, and they're too busy to even make the save, and you deal everyone eight points of damage. You kill the one that uh, Star-Lord shot, and you deal eight to everyone else. Now it is Drax's turn. Drax just kind of slashes at some of them. Yeah, he hits one and kills him. I think you're down to, like, 15 left. Only 15. Rocket uh, fires uh, his shotgun, but he's a little far away, so he can't really hit them that well. And then Korg and Meek as well. Korg and Meek kill another two, so you're down to 13. Their turn. They're going to try to... They hit the shield, and they're... Well, actually, they try to go down, but they hit the shield, uh, and that's their turn. And if they shoot, they hit the shield as well. Gamora. All right. Um... I'm going to yell at the three that are still up there to get down on the platform so we can all leave at the same time. <laughs> and I shoot one of the guards. Okay. You shoot at one of the guards, and you kind of just hit him in the foot, <laughs> dealing four points of damage. Uh, you kill a guard. His Achilles heel. Yeah, his Achilles heel. Groot jumps down on the platform, and while he does, he kind of tries to knock one. Yeah, he knocks one down into the abyss. Star-Lord, your turn. Uh, remind me where I am. Am I on the platform? Yeah, you actually, you could hop on the where your ship is and start getting in and firing things up. Okay, can I take a couple shots and then run and do that? Yeah. You uh, take out one guard and you just kill him. Down to ten guards. Cosmo. Is anybody in particular being swarmed right now? How's Drax doing? Drax, everybody that was up there is hopping down listening to Gamora, so... Okay, in that case, I guess I throw up, um... You can mentally throw your rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, without ammo. Um, yeah, okay. I chuck that at the nearest person, and then I run to the ship. Yeah, you chuck it and knock a guy, another guy off. Um, nice. Kill another one. Suddenly they've lost their jetpacks, but that's fine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they've all been hit in the head, man. <laughs> they Drax, forget to use it. Rocket... Korg and Meek are all going to take shots. Uh, do they kill altogether another two of them? 
You're at seven. Everybody kind of hops in the ship, um, and Star-Lord, you fire it up, and you start using the guns, and you're able to clear your path, and you start. You can fly out now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. You, you have to fly through the portal again, so you fly through the portal, and we'll leave it there. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash pod. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, check out the links in the description. If you'd like to hear more from Rory, Carlisle, or Joel, check out the links to their amazing podcasts and YouTube channels in the description as well. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Play D&D.